following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it because no. frustration sets in? Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live on the Double Wide Network. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Ah, uh, yes, it's Saturday morning, and it's time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here from Star Worldwide Networks, and uh, we have the whole crew here today. It's Easter weekend, so we wanted to just say uh, happy Easter to all our listeners out there. And, uh, Blade, good morning. How are you doing? Have you recovered from golf yet? Yeah. Yeah. Yes? It just gets harder every year. It does. I mean, all that walking around. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, you were, you were aiming at those uh, – you know, all the different rabbits and all the different uh, desert uh, animals that were out there, you know, but you, you were doing okay. Yeah. You hit a couple of, you hit a couple of ESPN moment shots, but they're always at the end of the day. And that's what makes you come back. You know, that works. You're horrible the whole day. And then the last two holes, it all, all comes together and you come back again for no reason. You get that one. Oh my God. shot. Yeah. Well, that's what that's. (laughs) And you get one around. That's all. That's all the golf gods give you. Yeah, that's right. You get one around. That's right. Well, no. Did you have any? <laughs> yeah, I had a few. I had a few, despite what the mayor said. The mayor says I need lessons, but I think we should. I think we should uh, make sign him up for lessons so this way he could play next year and stop criticizing the people that actually go out and do it. <laughs> you know, I think that's what should happen. You know, let you know, let's not throw stones if you can't do it yourself, <laughs> man. Then we get your little butt out there, and then we'll let's see how you do. There you do go. You there you go. You know, nothing saying you can't do a little TV and then just jump in the car. Drive to the course, you know. Have a lesson every week for fifty-two weeks, and the next year he'll be he'll be he'll be good enough, and then he'll really come in first place. So it was the Leader Dogs Classic, which you've been talking about for many years here on Image Home Improvement. You've been a big voice for them for a long time, Stephen. So we played. Now this is this is what's funny, but I don't know. I was told by Mike. Himmelfarb, who is the founder of the tournament, that yes. you watch these blind guys play. They're better than a lot of our golfers out there in the golf course. So blind guy played with us. Dan, you weren't there. You were too busy doing nothing. But <laughs> the, uh, right. So so we had a blind guy join us for two holes. Um, right. On holes 12 and 13. It's a best ball tournament. Right. You know, so we had to use both his shots. Oh, well, I got to <laughs> tell you. He, he, he was better than he, all of us did. He, he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. People would say, well, how could that happen? Well, you know, Blade and I and Zen, who was another host here on Star Worldwide Networks, the three of us played together. We got a lesson. I mean, we really got a lesson to watch somebody. And, you know, one of the things that I think was really good, because everybody says you always have golf get into your head when you play and it gets in the way of, of your true swing the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Well, well, this blind player that was playing with us, he didn't he couldn't he couldn't see and allow things to get in in clog his head. Where he was able, it was pure swing. Yeah. No thinking about it, uh-uh. and that was it. No, I don't care if you're blind, deaf, mute, dumb. Stuff will get in your head in the game of golf. It's going to. You know, and I'm sure he, you know, was thinking to himself, hmm, maybe my backswing should be lower. Maybe I should not extend as far back. Can't get away from it because that's the horrible game. I hate it. I hate golf. 
<laughs> well, thanks for playing because the game that you hate. Uh, well, I or did really it for you. you. I All did right. it for Image Home Improvement. Okay. Anyway. And the leader dogs. There you go. Well, it was it a great day, a great day oh, for a great cause. What a, what so we want to thank. Mike Himmelfarb and all the people over who put that tournament together it was really great, and we'll do it again next year. Okay, you know, and maybe you know, we'll, maybe we'll really come in first next year. Capriotti's did the lunch, and it's this roast beef Dan that you've never seen. <laughs> I mean, you get subs from people and you never taste them, right? You go to any one of the sub shops, I can't taste any of this. And you, uh, Capriotti, this roast beef's like, whew. yeah, it's pretty <laughs> good, pretty good. Things you get older, you lose your taste buds. I really think that's true. That's right, I do. That's right. That's right. Okay. Anyway, we got a great show planned for you today. We're going to be talking about, it's all about energy, electric. It's springtime. It's getting warm here in the Valley of the Sun. And we've got, uh, you've got to think about, you know, that, that bill. If you're on certain plans, you know, with your power company, you know, it, your bill may be going up. Maybe it'll stay the same. Maybe it's the same all year. You never know. But guess what? More energy use, usage here, and, and especially when you live in the desert, you've got to stay cool, and energy is a big part about being comfortable. And with us today, we've got some special guests. Kathleen Muscarinas is here from SRP, along with Doug Gooch, who is here with us. He's going to be sharing some information about some of the programs that they have for um, people to learn a little bit more about you know, what you need to do here in the Valley Sun, you know, living here in Phoenix is a lot different than living, say, back in New York. You're dealing with a lot of different things when it comes to uh, one thing is with energy. Also, in our second hour, Mr. Electric is going to be here, Sean LaPointe, and we're going to be talking a little bit of him and some of the great tips that he has for people to actually take a look at some of the electrical th issues of your home. You know, when's the last time, Blade, you took a, a look around to make sure that... Uh, you know, you didn't have a light bulb sock. You know, how many people, like, you go over to see their house and you go around and they've got light bulb bulbs broken off in sockets, but they never take them out because they're afraid to take them out. You know, like, <laughs> how am I going to get this? How am I going to take it out? Oh, without the fire the alarms that sit there and chirp. You know, oh, oh, that's another, that's <laughs> another Two o'clock in the too. morning, chirp. That's another thing, too, people and get. The dog is like, ah! Yeah, dogs go crazy. My, my old, my child that I had, bless her heart, Gracie, she passed away several years ago, used to go nuts. And she used to just, she used to get very afraid until the point where she would, if I didn't get her out of the house until I changed the battery, she would shake. She yeah. Would, she, yeah, she would shake because yeah. she was yeah. that up, she was that uptight. Yeah. Same here. You know, you shake. Oh, you sit there and shake, huh? No, you shake too. <laughs> you shake too because you had too much on the 19th hole. That's right. There you go. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's get started with the show. We want to make sure that uh, everybody's up to speed. If you just joined us, make sure. Uh, right after the break, we're going to introduce Kathleen and uh, get started with SRP and some of the great things. And but our Easter show, and we'll hop right to it. Easter. It, okay, Dan. Wait, Dan where's, where's the ears, Dan? Where's the ears? I was nice and didn't wear them today. You did, thank you. Thank you. Just Easter, buddy. No, but you know one thing? One thing I told Dan Blade, I told the only a costume or anything near a costume that I would allow in on Saturday to do the show before Easter was the Ever Ready Bunny costume. This way, because it had to do with energy and power. It's the only one. And he didn't even come through with that. So I don't know what we're going to do with it. I don't have a fluffy little tail. I'm not going there. I am not going there. All right, when we return, it's, it's Energy Weekend right here on Easter Weekend right here on Image Home Improvement Live. If you've been putting off those plumbing repairs at home, let me remind everyone, Small problems not repaired usually become larger, more expensive problems later on. 
With Lawson Family Plumbing, there's no job too small or too large, and the work is done right the first time, every time. They can handle problems such as broken garbage disposals, leaky faucets, water heater repair and replacements, water softener installations, slab leak repairs, and much more. Lawson Family Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 480-302-9928, or find them on the web LawsonFamilyPlumbing.com. Remember, thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Storm goes on out of All right, we're getting we're going to be getting ready for monsoons here. You may say, maybe a little bit early because people say, "What are you talking about? It's only like in the 80s and it's nice and like you say it's a great day to go out and play golf." And um, other than it, of course, you're here in the studio with us, but we wanted to make sure that we have all the information to keep you safe not just for this weekend, but year-round. And one of the things that we want to talk about today is your energy needs. As it's getting warmer, it's springtime, and there's no better person than I would like to talk to today about that is Kathleen Mascarenas is here from SRP. Good morning, Kathleen. How are you? Hi, I'm well. Great, thank you. Great to have you back in the studio. When you call, I come. It's very You know, crazy. that's one thing. You know, Blade, <laughs> she, is, she is always there. She's never turned me down yet when I've called and said, are you free? And if she can't come, she always sends somebody. We love being on this show, so thank you for the opportunity. We, it's always so much fun to hear you guys and to be on the show, so we truly appreciate it. Well, thank you. And, you know, we always need somebody, somebody fresh and new to come in and keep Dan in line. We <laughs> have Doug to do that today. <laughs> and if not, if not, we're going to short him out. <laughs> it looks like he's having wire problems over there as oh, it is. Yeah. I don't know what oh, the yeah. deal is. What's the deal over there, Dan? Uh, it's, a, uh, it's just a thing today. It's, it's just it's just a it's just a thing today. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to it. Kathleen, tell us a little bit of what's going on with SRP now. We're in 2017, and you know it's getting warm again. And obviously, you know, electric is going to be one of the key things that people are going to make sure they have enough of. And I know I make want to make sure that. I have enough, and Lord knows if we didn't have electric, we wouldn't be broadcasting today. It's kind of a big deal to have have some electricity in your in your life, for sure. And we were excited when you called because we have a free class that we're offering to businesses, and it's called the uh, Power Up Outage Preparedness Business for Businesses Workshop. And we have that happening all through the month of May, as well as one class in June. Again, free class. And what we're doing is we're preparing folks businesses specifically on how to be monsoon ready and like you talked about earlier it kind of seems early 
to talk about that, but it's never too early to start a plan and to be prepared. That's for sure, because you have to have, make sure that, you know, because what will happen is, you know, it's just like people, you tell people, go up and you have, if you have years on your roof, go up and check your roof, because that's mm-hmm. one of the other things that you have to make sure of, because, you know, a stain on your ceiling could mean a roof leak somewhere. And, you know, you're thinking right. about, it's easy to put it out of your mind because we have so much sun here in the valley. But, you know, come come the time when it really kicks in. And uh, it's a beast. It's a beast. And we've seen, you know, I've if you've ever taken pictures, I mean, I've got I've got uh, pictures of the washes running that's on my property at the compound that were just knock your socks off when you see that water just running down. It's just like, where is it all coming from? It happens quick, fast. And sometimes it could be very devastating. It could take out. I mean, how many times? I mean, that's got to be one of your big busiest times when monsoons come and mm-hmm. power lines go down and you see srp trucks all over the valley trying to restore power to different areas that have gone out and preparedness is so essential whether you're talking about your personal health whether you're talking about your business it's always best to be prepared and that's why we're offering these workshops we've had them for a couple of years now for our businesses and they've they've been very successful we, we kind of walk th- folks through a few things we give them education on the grid and, and the information about that we give them tips on how to have an outage kit you know in, in their business as well you know maybe they need to think about having a possible generator as part of their, their business as well we give them those options the first class starts may 2nd there's room for about 100 people we give you a nice breakfast we it's about an hour and a half so not a huge investment of time and we have all the experts there that are going to really teach you from A to Z how to be prepared and maintain that, that electricity when those monsoon storms hit. Yeah. I mean, it really has to be important, especially with a lot of businesses mm-hmm. with their computers. You don't want that to have a sudden surge or sudden drop, and there goes everything. Absolutely. Terrible yeah. feeling, even yeah. at home. Yeah, Yeah, even at home. But uh, when you have your business, it gets that pit in your stomach that you go, oh, no. Why didn't I back? <laughs> I why didn't I back up? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly the first thing that comes to your head. I'll still be in business when the power comes back up. <laughs> yes, and that's exactly why we started this this class, this free class, many years ago, is because we know how hard it is for businesses when something happens like that that's beyond all all of our control. When Mother Nature strikes, you know we're we're at, we're at its mercy, and so we we created this class to be able to prepare the businesses in advance. We've expanded it um, to five classes. I think it just started with one class a few years ago, and now they run May second through June fifteenth in Mesa, in Tempe, in Phoenix. We have them all over the valley to really try to service folks and make sure that we're educating them and giving them every possible resource to be prepared. And if they want to sign up, they can go to srpnet.com slash power up to sign up for these free classes. Yeah, that's good. And we will make sure that we will continue to make sure that that is uh, voiced here on the show between now and the beginning of June, well, actually June 15th, which mm-hmm, is absolutely. technically the start date of monsoon yes. season. So <laughs> um, that along with some great reports by Amber Sullins from ABC 15, so which she's she's due to come back. She loves to come back every year. She loves the view. She says, I can see the haboobs roll in because we're up so high coming <laughs> up from Tucson. But I said, you know, where she is at the ABC 15 studio, she's locked in a room. And there's no windows, believe it or not. It's all monitors. It's all Doppler radar. It's all Doppler radar. That's exactly right. Watch your Doppler yourself. Yeah, watch your Doppler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but no, Kathleen, it's so important to be able to do that. Why don't you, ha- Doug, wh- tell us a little bit about 
the, the, the nuts and bolts of the seminar. Exactly what kind of areas are we going to be talking about? Fantastic. Yeah, as Kathleen said, we're going to give an overview of the grid system itself. Um, talk about where, where things come from generation through the transmission system and our distribution system to your home or business. Um, we'll talk about types of outages, you know, whether they're planned or unplanned. We call them unplanned, uh, planned outages would be more like maintenance outages where we're taking care of that grid. We're, we're replacing underground cable or things that uh, we, can, we can plan on a little more. There's also the, the repair type outages where caused by weather or traffic accidents, um, underground digs, things that happen like that all the time. We, we're going to talk also about how to restore the power, how we go about doing that. Um, a little bit about the system being looped with SRP and, and not a radio fed system where we actually have the opportunity to be able to bring you in from another source um, to be able to keep you looped and, and so on. As well as we're going to talk about uh, the business continuity plan and options for backup resources, backup power sources, and uh, continue to um, continue to walk customers through the applications that we have, the online as well as the apps, um, how to be able to be aware of, of the outage mapping that we have available and how to use the tools and resources we have online for our customers to be able to know more and keep up to the minute with updates uh, throughout the throughout the outage process you know i think that's so important and again for every homeowner they should have and i know a lot of times it's out of sight out of mind but if you ask five out of ten people do they have a list of emergency numbers i would probably venture to say that they would probably say no well i have them but they're not organized so i know who to call but it's not in one place you know, and that's yeah. one thing that they should have. Right, Blade? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you have it in a couple places, you'll be able to have a 50-50 right. chance of finding it. And listen, <laughs> listen, it's okay to have a, a digital that's list true. in your Word file. But, but Lord knows, print a copy of it and put it somewhere where you, because if you're out, if your electric goes out, there's so, so does your list. That's right. You can't access it. So make sure you have a printed copy. Put it somewhere where you know you could get to it, along with, obviously, flashlights. Make sure the batteries are up to speed, that they work. You should test them periodically to make sure that they're not just on, but they're bright. And make sure everybody, should make sure everybody knows where they are. Because you can have a, a ton of flashlights, but if you, you've put them in a place that nobody else knows, it didn't do a lot of good. Yeah. Well, guess what? Guess what? Suppose you're not there. Bumping around in the dark Su in a warehouse. Oh, Su that's fun. Suppose, <laughs> suppose. Well, here, and I'll give you a perfect example of, of sometimes out of sight, out of mind, and everybody is susceptible to this. Even me, when we built the compound ten years ago, okay, we had the, the drive-in gates, and everything is all nice and good, right? Everything is great, and you know, in the front part of, of the property, we've got because of the washers that have to run through your property and you can't block them or change the uh, exit or the entrance. You can only change it in the middle of your property. So there's certain ones, one was coming in from a property next door. So we actually had to do, we couldn't put up a regular six foot block wall even with drainage blocks. So what we did was we did pillars with wrought iron fencing to allow the water to go underneath. So what happened was we did all this and all of a sudden we had a power outage one day, you know, my wife calls me up and she says, I can't get in the house. I'm like, what do you mean you can't get in the house? She says, well, the power's out. I said, yeah, but that's not going to stop you from getting in the house. She said, yes, it will. The, 
the gates won't open. And then it dawned on me that when we planned the gates, when we built the house, we never put a walking gate in. Oh, So wow. she's sitting outside the fence, wow. and she can't get in the property because the, the gates won't open, and there's no walk-in. So guess what? I called the gate guy up. I said, hey, we got to take one of those panels out and put a gate in. It's the only way to get in. <laughs> so you got to, again, you know, you think you think you thought of every situation, then all of a sudden you find out that you forgot one. And so everybody's susceptible to it, even even moi. <laughs> Especially moi. <laughs> that's a big lesson. And and it, when in this class that, that we have for folks, again, power up, um, outage preparedness for businesses, we talk about all those things, you know, how to prepare your employees, give them a specific role during an outage or a disaster so they know what they're going to do, what their responsibilities are when something happens. And, you know, all about planning ahead. So great, great point there. Yeah, absolutely. Planning ahead is always important. Because those little exit signs with their lights on them only last a couple hours. It's Make right it, with the battery backup. With the battery right, backup. Right. So for as a business, you really should have a power backup plan in place. Not thinking about it in place before the monsoons hit because you never know what's going to pop on the grid or who's going to run into what on the grid. So if you've got uh, a power backup uh, system in place to be able to do the minimums, you know, like the computers and some of the um, access doors and also uh, for the ramp for the trucks. If you can't have to have to get one door up to, you know, get the warehouse clear, you got to have one that at least has that's on battery backup. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm sorry, that comes from my years of being in the Air Force and having to prep special buildings for special service and make sure the uh, power backup systems were in place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's why some of the, the new garage door innovations where if power goes out, battery backup will allow you to open up the garage door. So you can either get your car out or in, depending on your situation. Most of the time, it, it, everybody, you know, I, how many times that I had a customer call me one day, I can't make our appointment, power went out, my car is locked in the garage, I can't lift the door. That's me. That's you know, happened to me plenty you know, of times. I said, <laughs> I, said, I said, well, how about you just disconnecting the door from the, chan from yeah, the drive the and then lift goal. the door up? And she's like, no, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, okay. Mm, that's, that's that red cord hanging <laughs> down. Yeah, that little red cord hanging down there. I'll help you if your springs are adjusted course, right, you know, the door will go right up. But you know how many times in inspections I've seen them cut off so they wouldn't hang in the way? The oh, is, is that like, that's just like when they cut trusses. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't put all my stuff upstairs. I mean, there's still a sticker at the front of the garage saying, use pull cord in an emergency, and somebody's <laughs> cut it off. I love that. Oh, well. <laughs> all right. We got to cut it off right now. We got to go to break. Ooh. <laughs> like that, huh? <laughs> all right. When we come back, we're going to have more with Kathleen and Doug right here from SRP and all your information that you need to be monsoon ready. Don't go away. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665. 
or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And we are talking with Kathleen and Doug from SRP, talking about their great new program that is... Actually, the first one's going to be on May 2nd for monsoon preparedness and making sure that you are ready in the event of a power outage. And if you have uh, issues with possibly your electric, and we always talk about this all the time, people don't, you know, they have electrical problems. And some people are literally, you know, uh, I think, Dan, now you being a home inspector, you, I'm sure you've gotten jolted a few times when the I was last in the Air Force working electrical Force. work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got bit a few times. Yeah. So And there's di- there's actually different flavors to it okay. between okay. here and Europe. No kidding. Between 50 and 60 cycle, yeah. there, there's a difference between that way the thing will bite. Really? Yeah, it's different. Uh, yeah. So so is, is 60 worse than 50? It, uh, how how, that, does, how does it differ? I'm just curious. Let me put it this way. <laughs> uh, 50, I didn't have such a, you know, at 277, I didn't have such a bad taste in my mouth. When I get hit by 110 stateside, I get that metal taste in my mouth. Really? That's a lot nastier. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> but she saw, and one of the things, and it's good It's good for for uh, certain people, because a lot of homeowners, they are deathly afraid of electric. That's good. They are deathly, yeah, and it's better <laughs> that you. you have someone <laughs> professional come yeah. in and deal with your electrical problems if you do have them, because it'll 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 ruin your day if you really get jolted i mean who knows i mean you could and that's why they tell people certain things that you can't do certain medical uh services if you have a pacemaker because it'll screw up the electric in your pacemaker you got to be careful i mean you could you could literally die if you're jolted the wrong way even if you don't have a pacemaker it could kill you it could just stop your heart in a, in a heartbeat i've tried that <laughs> you, you've tried that yeah no not intentionally i'm sure i've had some good zaps across across my heart a couple times yeah, there's no reason that you should even attempt to try that and see <laughs> you know not just for 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 giggles or unless you're in college that's right screwy college people try and do stuff like that hey i was young i did stuff i did stuff like that 
You know, you take your fingers, wet them, and That's grab your, the bus but, bar and see if it snaps back at you. <laughs> and it so, does. Don't, yeah, it does. That's it right. Does. Yeah, but, you know, don't give people <laughs> ideas here. Well, it's actually, just, uh, the, the trick is to wear rubber-soled shoes, grab the bus firmly, don't touch anything else, and be a show-off. Well, that can be stupid sometimes. <laughs> it could be a show-off. Yeah. Meanwhile, Blade's looking at you like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. what are you talking about? That's like Blade grabbing, grabbing the mute button and getting zapped every time you say something, he's got to mute you. <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a low voltage. It wouldn't be high voltage. Yeah, I still can't. Oh, there he goes. He's, yeah. You've been cut off. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but no, but tell what else is happening with SRP? However, I mean, what do we, how does it look um, like the forecast look going into 2017? You, do you feel that usage level is going to go up from last year? We prepare year round. So we're talking about having businesses prepare, obviously, a few months going into it, but. But our linemen and our folks are out there year-round daily preparing and, and getting the system ready for anything that comes up. Right. So so when we talk preparedness, it, it's a daily um, activity at SRP with, with our linemen, with our distribution and transmission crews. Yeah, for example, the, the, the cable that's underground, about 80% of our system is underground and uh, about... 65% of our, our commercial or industrial customers are actually, um, a lot of that cable has been upgraded. It's been maintained in advance. So we're constantly replacing that to make it more reliable and, uh, and repair issues that are out there. Well, it's much better, obviously, to have it underground than above ground because at least you're not that susceptible to weather, you know, extreme weather conditions. You know, so uh, I would say at least at least all a lot of that's one of the things I noticed moving back, moving here when I moved back from back east where, you know, everything's above ground there. At least when I left, even in Chicago and New York and even in Boston, a lot of the neighborhoods, all telephone poles, they've got telephone lines, they've got power poles between the trees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so what happens every time you hear a severe severe rainstorm or something like that or, or a tornado or a monsoon, right? What happens or boom. Lines go down, poles down, and then traffic's blocked, power's outage, you can't get around it. Do not drive across the line. Just a big, big mess. Yeah, do not drive across the line. That's a good point. A lot of people may not know exactly what to do if a a power line is downed and it's even on your car. Yeah, yeah. If it's on your car and you're inside, don't Don't touch anything. Just just stay there. there. Don't Don't move and wait for rescue. You know, because those strange things do happen. You know, you don't want to make sure. Just, just think if, just think if a power pole came down on Blade while he was doing the show, we, he couldn't move. <laughs> He'd have to stay here forever. You talk about being muted. <laughs> <laughs> he would be muted. No, seriously. But so you've got to be really careful about these things because you know we kid about it, but you know it's it's a serious business. You can't allow yourself to be put in a situation and not know and a lot of you know we think about new homeowners i mean the valley is forever growing and and obviously people moving into valley buying new homes people just moving in just i mean i met somebody this past week that just moved here from philadelphia six months ago they haven't even experienced the summer here in arizona so i don't think anybody's really you know gotten their gotten their feet and rooted into phoenix until they've experienced the summer Right. Until we see our friend across the street, you know, running through the running through the uh, 
the field, burning up alive. Well, there you go. You know, and so. one of the things for business owners that I can remember being in the Air Force is have somebody that really knows what they're doing, at least have two or one per shift, know what to do. And, you know, if you have an auto you know, generator that auto kicks in, make sure it's up to date because a lot of generators are so old. I saw, I did a commercial inspection a while ago where that generator was so old and they still had Federal Pacific panels. No way. Oh, yeah. Really? Federal Pacific, you know, a lot of it residential is on recall, and some of it now is becoming recalled on commercial. And wow. you just have to make sure that your electrical system is up to date, and then yeah, do your power, you know, do your power backup. Yeah, just because it was good when it was installed doesn't years mean ago. it's good now. So make sure you do that. All right, we're going to take a short Monsoon break, and when we come back, <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. Monsoon season is still with us, and if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, Give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. Organization is a big deal in most areas of the home, but nowhere is it more important than the laundry room. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about how to get the most from yours right after this. Fall means cooler temperatures, beautiful colors, and long hours of raking leaves. Until now, introducing the new dual tine leaf rake from Ames. With a double row of tines and clog-free design, it rakes up to 45% faster than standard rakes, making leaf raking easier than ever. It even comes with a detachable hand rake for cleaning under shrubs and in tight spaces. The Ames Dual Tine Leaf Rake. Leaves hate it, you'll love it. Available now at the Home Depot and other fine retailers. The laundry room is one of the busiest areas in the home, and yet they're usually not that large. So here are a few tips to maximize their efficiency. Create a series of hamper-sized shelves or cubbies to make sorting clothes by color easier and more efficient. You can arrange them vertically or horizontally depending on your layout. You can never have too much shelving, so consider adding some up near the ceiling. A shelf that is flush with the tops of door casings can run all the way around the room and provide lots of extra storage, plus a handy place to mount a closet rod for hanging clothes. Tall, shallow shelving above or adjacent to the washing machine is also a good idea for detergent, bleach, and other laundry products. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. 
Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back. All right, good. We have the question of the week for Blade. Blade? What? Who sang that song? Oh, no. Come on now. Who sang it? Justin Bieber? (laughs) Come on. You're you're pulling my leg. Come on. If you don't know it, Kathleen knows it. Can I get Rihanna for a thousand? Yeah, Yeah, right. All right. Thank you, Rihanna, for a thousand. You're welcome. Thank you. See, I knew that. She knew that. See? Wait, I ask him that every week, and he keeps coming up with these stupid, these that. stupid answers. He can't Can we remember. We have Shakira that. next time. Shakira, yeah, yes. Shakira. How about okay. Shakira? That would be That's a good. A good one. That would work. <laughs> Shakira's not a bad choice, but it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good word. I'll use it next. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Anyway, all right. You know, you know, Brianna's been been. We've been using that. God knows for years. I mean, it, it's so apropos. People mm-hmm. turns around, and you know, you you lose sleep when you don't know that your house is safe. And Lord knows you're going to lose sleep if you don't know. Oh, my God, is my electrical panel and my electric is out? What are you going to, what's the first thing you think of, Dan, when the electric goes out? What's the first thing you think of? I double check the breakers. No, besides that. Okay. I mean, but I'm thinking about, well, I look across not what's street. wrong, but like, what's the, the first concern? Bing, ding, ding. Blake got that one right. Your refrigerator because your food's in it. And if your food, in the, okay. And then what's the second of, thing you most, think about? Most refrigerators will last 24 hours once you right. do get a hit. Don't open Just your don't refrigerator open up and <laughs> let the cold air out. Just live with it. until and then, and then the third thing I would think about, obviously, is pick up the phone and call, hey, you know, and find out if the outage was reported because it's your duty to make sure that you call up. And, and even if it was, at least you know that something's being done about it because we'll turn around and they'll, they'll check for... Even if it's an automated voice, it will say, you know, there's a power outage in your area. Think, you know, it's being worked on, uh, you know, call back for updates or something like that. But at least you know that work is being done on it. You talked earlier, Stephen, about being in the know or, or you know, knowing things. And, and we have really tried hard to make sure that we're communicating with our customers in the channels that they want, which obviously... We are all on our cell phones these days, right? So we have a great method for you guys to sign up for text messages or or email outage notifications. Um, Also, weather alerts as well. If you go to srpnet.com slash outage alerts, srpnet.com slash outage alerts, we will send you those notifications. We're not going to bombard you, we promise, but you will get the information when you need it. We also recently launched a new app, which took some while for us to develop, so we were pretty excited for it to kind of come to fruition. And there's an app. If you go into the Apple App Store, you can search SRP Power, and that's also in the Google Play Store, and you will find our SRP Power app. And on that app, you can get an interactive map that shows outages, and you can also report an outage like you were talking about instead of you know having to dial. Um, also, our, our social media channels at, at SRP Connect are phenomenal ways to just keep up with exactly what's happening through Facebook, through Twitter, through Instagram. Uh, so just phenomenal ways. We also have an outage map where you can go online at srpnet.com slash outage map and look in real time exactly what's happening throughout the valley. And, and it's very detailed. It tells you 
three customers out in this location and the reason why it may say, you know, 1,500 or whatever the amount is, and you can look minute by minute at this outage map online and find out exactly why. And it also gives you an estimated restoration time, which is phenomenal. It may say, you know, 6.15 or two hours, or it gives you a time there as well, so you know exactly what's happening in your neighborhood, in your community. I can back that up with a factual incident. I was heading to an inspection, and one of the homes in the uh, his historical district, uh, they had an outage, and it was just about one block. And that was on the block I was going to inspect. And I'm on my way there, and I called the realtor and says, can we put this off for, and I'm looking at my, looking at my, um, my smartphone going, about two and a half hours. She says, why? And I said, there won't be any power until then. Well, that makes <laughs> sense. That makes so sense. So rather than sitting out in the heat, you know, it was 110 something that day, I went to Starbucks, took it easy, then I went to the inspection. Smart man. <laughs> that, that just makes sense to me. Of course. To be able to have a tracking like that. But I told the realtor, I said, I said she said there was an older lady there. Go make sure she's cool and make sure she's okay, you know, before we show up there too. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's so important. And that's it, that's one of the things that technology, there's so many different things that technology can help you with today. There's really, there's no reason for any, for anything to have, for anybody really to have an excuse to not be able to reach out as long as you, and you know, smartphones have become the, you know, the in thing. Everybody's got a smartphone. I don't know. Blade, when's the last time you saw somebody with a flip phone? You. No, no. Yeah, but how many years ago was that? At least two. Oh, it's oh, more than a, that. Are I you see a bunch me? of them when I go to the Legion every week. There's a bunch of flip phones there. That's because nobody They is. love Star Trek. They want their flip phone. <laughs> well, I, hey, if I could get a flip smartphone like it looked like a communicator, I'd get it. We'll I get it. We'll talk after the show. I'll show you what I've seen. I get it. You know, but oh, you've seen one? Oh, yeah. So my dad, who's 73, had his flip phone up until about a year and a half, two years ago. And he is now the most proficient person at Snapchat, at Twitter, at Facebook. It's so comical. I need some help with Snapchat. I, 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 I've logged on. I got it. But I, I can't. I have problems just saying it. People right? send me, people send me Snapchat stuff, Snapchat. but I can't. I'm like, well, wait a minute. How do I? I need, I need I'll help give you a tutorial for, after, after. All right. <laughs> that's good. Little, yeah, because that it's Snapchat fun. is a lot of fun. People. <laughs> yeah, I had somebody send me one, a picture once. That they were coming in from California, and I was looking at him like, "What is this? This is the first time I saw it." And she said, "No, it's Snapchat. You got to get it." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I get it. All right." So we get a little silly on a Friday afternoon, you know, going in on a weekend, you know, or maybe I could use it. Maybe I could use that with Blade going on the golf course. It's yeah. fun. What do you think? Although my dad does call it Chat Snap. He gets it reversed. Chat Snap. Calls it chat, I, I so. do that. I would do that too. You think so? Huh? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. And but I got to be careful I don't come out with a bad word at the end. <laughs> Snapchat? Oh, no, sorry about now that. No, now be nice. <laughs> be nice. All right. So anyway, um, so tell us, if, suppose somebody has an issue, um, where can they find the information on how to call you for uh, an emergency or an outage? We have our main number, our customer service number, which is 602-236-8888. You know, sometimes you just want to talk to a live person and, you know, if, if a crisis is happening and, and have that reassurance, you, you don't want to be on a, on a website or on a, 
you know, on an app, you want to actually talk to someone. So if you want to call us, our customer service line is manned 24-7 with real humans that live here in Arizona. They're, they're in our community. They care about what's happening to our neighbors. And we have a phenomenal award-winning customer service department and it really truly cares about what's happening in our neighborhoods and, and in your home specifically. So I would call 602-236-8888. Um, if folks want to get signed up for this class and just learn more, they can call 602-236-4092, 602-236-4092, and that's to get signed up for this free monsoon preparedness course that's offered starting May 2nd through June 15th. Okay, and while we're at it, we want to give out some other numbers too because on the srp.com, uh, uh, excuse me, srpnet.com website, if you're a business and you're looking for information, you can contact them at 602-236-8833. If you have anything regarding SRP irrigation, you could call 602-236-3333. And lastly, a power emergency number, 602-236-8811. So make sure you can find all that information, like I said, at www.srpnet.com. But uh, and also, obviously, si habla español. Si. Yes. Okay. So if you <laughs> that's all I have. I'm that's kidding, all I'm you kidding. can have. I'm that's teasing. all you're gonna get. <laughs> okay. So this way, in case you have, in case you're um, of uh, l- looking for to be bilingual, we also have bilingual information as well. So make sure that you check that out. We have a, a, a website called Me SRP M I S R P dot com that folks can find all the information in Spanish as well. There you go. All right. But, uh, Doug, so how many people do you think are you expecting in, you know, based on last year and all the other, as they, this program increases, how many people are you anticipating uh, this year? Well, it's grown quite a bit. We've added five dates this year. Last year we had three, and, and of course, we're spreading it around the valley instead of just one location. As Kathleen said, started with just one workshop a couple years ago. So it's grown, and it's become real popular, and um it, there, there's the information has uh, has expanded as well. This year we've added some some other areas, a uh, little bit more depth on emergency preparedness, also on backup systems. Uh, some uh, through feedback through some of our customers in prior workshops that uh, wanted to know more about uh, what to do next or how to implement th- some things that they can do themselves besides just the emergency uh, kits and and planning internally. Sure, and I know, like we, uh, Kathleen had brought up before uh, about uh, generators. Now, generators may not be for everybody because obviously it may not be conducive if you live in a if you live in a townhouse or if you live in an apartment. You know, there are there are obviously things that you can do when you're with in an emergency situation, but it may not be conducive to have a generator uh, as a backup within your living quarters. I know if you if you live in uh, a home it's very possible if you want now obviously it's not a cheap uh, venture to be able to go do to be able to have the generator attached to your house but you know in time of need it surely comes in handy to be able to have that extra power so make sure that you think about that and you know consult you know if you have a an electrical contractor that you know you work with make sure that you actually turn around and think about uh, speaking with him and seeing if that's something that you may want to consider. If you want to have backup and it's just a matter of, 
if maybe for all you know, you know, we the more and more as the valley grows and people are spreading out, you some of the homes that are in the outlying areas don't always uh, don't always you know put together really close like the inward neighborhoods. So therefore, the houses are much further apart than they were, and so it's very possible you could have a generator as a backup in your home. So it's something to consider. But I would seriously con- contact uh, an electrical contractor for yourself to be able to make that determination for you if you feel that's something you want to do to upgrade your home. Obviously, it's going to add value to your home. I don't know how much, but knowing that that's something that's going to be uh, there in time of emergency, I think it would be very good. And this this workshop is geared towards business owners primarily, but... Uh, many many of them don't understand entirely sometimes when you want to involve a generator or maybe a, a backup battery system so we go through some of those options as well and how to separate your critical versus non-critical loads as was mentioned earlier what do you want to have running what do you not want to have running yeah who's on first exactly <laughs> that's right and obviously you've got to make sure that you've got some kind of some kind of uh actually like you say order in which you should be able to have those things that are important obviously ac at this time is something that you know it's it's going to keep you cool because if you're not and then you don't have enough either water and being cool is going to get you through the summer so if you have a power outage or something like that make sure that you have make sure you have plenty of water that's for sure and again in the short term batteries make sure your flashlights work make sure you have any certain things that you could do in the case and make sure your family knows where all this stuff is don't just go out and buy it and keep it and then all of a sudden you're not home and the family calls you like on their cell because at least that's probably the only thing that's going to work in a power outage is your cell phone and say well where is it and then you got to try and tell people where it is make sure that you have a plan everybody in the family the kids grandpa grandma make sure they all know where this stuff is especially the elderly people those are the people you you always hear stories about when power outages go out they find elderly people that are really hurt are, are hurt from they fall the, hazards because it got dark yeah or they couldn't yeah. find their way and right and then they tried to go out and play with the breakers they went outside and got hurt yeah. uh, and that's just like inside a business situation yeah. near minimum is light egress then you know and then back up the business computers, and then all that other stuff is fun. You know, before <laughs> before before and then, we and then go a ahead. good place for emergency lights, handheld emergency lights would probably be at the safety station for eyewash if you have that large business. That's true. That's true. That's have a, a good safety place station for of that's some a good, sort. That's a good place. That's a good, very good point, Dan. Um, before we r- wrap up the, this part of the show, we want to talk with uh, Kathleen. Is there? Is there anything new in the way of um, SRP rebates for 2017? Goodness gracious. Um, In terms of new rebates, I mean, we're continually offering different rebates, whether it's residential or whether it's for your business. Um, That'd be a whole different show. We could come back for that. (laughs) Sure, um, absolutely. But meantime, you know, just for a quick answer, uh, you can go to our website, srpnet.com. And there's a search tab, and you can right. search rebates. And so whether it's for a business or whether it's for residential, the rebates are kind of continually changing throughout the year. Um, 
there isn't anything brand new that we have, but we always have rebates year round. Things that you don't consider, you know, whether it's a, a home tune up or, you know, things like that. So it's a great place just to check to make sure that your home and businesses are prepared and you maximize your dollars as well. That's right. And one of the things that Dan always is very much an ad- advocate of is actually getting an energy, a, a real. A real good uh, energy audit. Yeah, not mm-hmm. not a window estimation, not just an insulation estimation, an actual energy survey on the building. Right, because it's all it's all part of it. It's like we tell people when you see, you watch, and you see this a lot of people that love to uh, overdose on watching, you huh. know, some of these HGTV DIY shows, okay, where they'll see it and, and they'll say, oh, you know, maybe we should just get insulation. But no one, and they throw money at one thing that got a bug in their ear, you know, when they Mm -hmm. say, I need insulation. Well, think about this. Maybe it's not just the insulation that you need. Maybe you need a more comprehensive approach. So if you're buying a used home or even a new home, like, I mean, new homes don't (laughs) necessarily uh, say that they're put together as well as they should. That's why Dan, actually, part of his services actually goes out where he'll go out and check home builders progress phase to phase phase to phase to make sure that there's enough of everything and it's being done correctly so that's one thing that if people are buying new that's something to consider because sometimes you know you hear these ugly stories about you know after the years that especially you know up in anthem when we had that problem when after they built up there they lord knows there's they're still having issues up there oh yeah you know so you've got to make sure that the builder is even the best of builders obviously come across certain issues that need to be addressed. Because so. they'll have subs that cut corners, and they're, they're not even aware of it. Yeah. That's the way some of this stuff happens. So you got... You like, got, I saw an electrical situation up there in Anthem yeah. where they grounded it wrong. And it buzzed the whole neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much for being here today. We really appreciate it, and we'll hope to have you back. Yeah, actually, during Thank the you for summertime, us. summertime when the monsoons will Saturday, we'll watch the monsoon and the haboob roll in from <laughs> Tucson, and uh, we could surely comment about it and keep uh, keep track of that. But thanks for all that you do, and we'll make sure we'll promote that those seminars for you. And we'll get them up on, uh, we'll make sure we get them posted on Facebook so this way we'll know exactly what to do and let people know that, you know, there are, there's places for information uh, for all of us in any walk of life. All you have to do is have the energy to reach out and, uh, as they say, reach out and touch someone. <laughs> make sure you do Ba-dum-bump. that. But I'm bump. But I'm Okay. All right. All right. Thank you so much. All right. When we return, we're going to be talking to Mr. Electric and some of the things that maybe you've been thinking about. You know, why does my circuit breaker keep popping? And it wasn't Dan coming by and popping it for you. No, I don't do that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) It wasn't me. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies 3 Valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. 
Some of the residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. No one really wants to be working outside when the weather gets cold, but did you know that there are some jobs that shouldn't be done below a certain temperature? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about when it's too cold to paint right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. If you're looking for an excuse not to paint, then the weather might just provide it. It's common sense that you shouldn't paint outside in the rain, but did you know that if the temperature is too high or low, it can cause the paint not to bind together properly, which can lead to cracking and peeling. The maximum and minimum recommended temperatures for exterior paint varies depending on the specific brand and whether you use oil or latex, but a general rule of thumb is that oil-based paint can be applied when the temperatures are between 40 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit and latex between 50 and 85 degrees Fahrenheit. The best drying will occur when the relative humidity is between 40 and 70%. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. Storm goes on out of control. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And uh, we want to thank Kathleen and uh, Doug for coming in today. We're talking from SRP and uh, some great things talking about their uh, information about the seminars that they're having for monsoon preparedness, which is really, uh, really uh, something that's good. We're going to be following up with them, making sure that we learn more and more about uh, what they're you know, 
teaching us in the, in the way of being responsible homeowners and business owners. I mean, uh, Blade, you've got all that covered right here, but obviously those are, that's good information to know in the event of a power outage here at the station. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, are we, are, we, are we on battery backup if it ever goes out? I'm just curious. Or are we just out? Well, are we subject to uh, the electric company when it comes I'm here? I'm going to go with we're Or are just we connected to Dave's house? Yeah, I know. I'm going to go with we're just out. <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. Aren't we at the mercy of the building? Well, I would think so. Know. Yeah, yeah. We're at the, well, yeah, the, the whole building would be out if we went out because we, I mean, we, we, we are in a, a massive part of the building, but not the entire building. So therefore, yeah. yeah. So if if this floor goes out, you know we're you're taking the stairs. You're taking the well, stairs. Well, what do they do? They have power backups on every stair, or do they have it for the entire building? It depends on what zones they were uh, were considered a priority. Is that right? Yeah. So it's all confusing and complicated, like everything in this world. That's right. Well, That's give me a chance to go into the electrical closet just down the hallway here. I'll tell you. <laughs> You're really? always. I could. I could take that in a lot of different ways, but I'm <laughs> going to be nice. <laughs> when he said that, I could take that a whole bunch of different take ways. Take you to the closet, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure you got it, a chaperone. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh. All right, and that and that that familiar voice is our great electrical sponsor here with us, Sean Lapointe from Mister Electric. Sean, great to have you back here. How you oh, doing? I'm doing great. Thank Good. you. You taking it easy today? You're I'll out. Tell you what, my uh, my monsoon. Um, my monsoon action plan is make sure that the deck chairs by the pool are suitably fastened <laughs> to something. Oh, so they don't yeah. get a chlor- they don't get a chlorine treatment in the pool. Yeah, sometimes they just they just turn up missing. <laughs> oh, I got, a, I got a phone call from my neighbor about five doors down. He's like, "Are you missing a couple of deck chairs?" Yeah, they just flew over the fence. Oh, and that's might, too funny. And you, they might, might end up with a dog or two too in your rack. Exactly. Be yeah. careful there. I don't know if those are my deck chairs. Did they break anything? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I broke two windows. No, they're not mine. Yeah, yeah, depends. Depends. Do they have what color are they? What's the uh, Sean Lapointe? What's so? What's the worst one you've seen in memory? Do you recall the worst monsoon we've been talking about all day? Are they all bad? Is there one particular that stands out? I don't out? think there's anyone that really stands out. Some yeah. some seasons are milder than others. Um, yeah. What I love is those those great walls that you see coming in. You know. Yeah. Of course, I never get to see it, but they always show it on the news. Usually, I'm like in it, <laughs> swirling around looking for. Uh, it's you know, r- is that true? You the I Wizard mean, of Oz. Sometimes yeah. I have this trouble. You can't tell if that's a dust storm or an actual monsoon. Sometimes does that make any sense, or am I just you know ignorant? No, well, I think dust storms sometimes are a prelude to, to prelude to the actual storm but sometimes that's all we get is dust yeah you know so and you get those awesome pictures that looks like they came off the sci-fi channel with it rolling in over like this big almost looks like mm-hmm. something like independence day where the yeah. like the when the pla- when, when the, the mothership uh, when the mothership's coming down it <laughs> creates all this dust and everything else in the clouds it looks really it looks really nasty it's ominous yeah it's very <laughs> ominous yeah Speaking of which, the new alien's coming out. Oh, boy. There's a new alien coming yeah, out? Yeah, the alien covenant. Yes. Well, wait Ooh. a minute now, but but what's her name? Is it not in that, is she? She's not, but they brought in someone that's kind of it, look-alike. So oh, so I think the, yeah, okay. So yeah. you see another series coming along, and they just won't let it die. No. How many times no. did they? What was the last one they had? What was it? Um, alien Resurrection? And I think they had then there was a combination of, of human alien. Yeah. And but it was really, you know, and that was kind of like a 
Oh my God, that was that was chromosome life there, where it they was, were all put yeah. together. But no, oh my God, and just then the recent one. one was uh, was um, um, Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus. All right, yeah. all right see, all the yeah. listeners did, did not know they were going to get a movie lesson on Easter <laughs> weekend. But, you know, this is why we're here. We're just here to facilitate. You mentioned Mothership. Oh, mothership. So. Well, you know, and then, you know, it's surprising. Who's going to be the first one that brought up the, the news about Afghanistan today either? Talking about the Mothership and the Mother of All Bombs. Oh, my Saw God. That Moab. Yes. Moab. Moab. My the, Lord. Yeah. They were you know, waiting. What, they what waited will almost 15 we, years to use that What one. will our minds ever think yeah. of? When you think about that, I mean, Lord knows, the only good thing about it is... There it goes doesn't, the neighborhood. No, it doesn't destroy <laughs> the homes and the businesses. It's not It only to. destroys people. The no, bad people. Actually, no, it was it. used for what it was really meant for. It's called bunker busting. No, oh, I remember things, that term. Things underground collapse. Wow. I bet you they got a seismic read somewhere in China from that thing. They use the same uh, technology so? for nuclear weapons where they where they, where they fired off about right. six feet above ground. Right. And it like triples the destructive. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that's why they wanted to do it in a remote location like they did to be able to take out, you know, their their cave, their cave of orifices and then just collapse everything inside that area. Well, yeah. No worry, no no reason to call the engineer now. No, bombed him back to the Stone Age, I guess. Well, you know, such is life. But anyway, but uh, we were talking the first hour with our friends from SRP, Sean, a, a little bit about some of the, the um, educational aspect of what their programs they have for monsoon preparedness. But again, you know, like as spring is kicking in now and it's getting warmer and warmer, obviously people are going to start using more electric and obviously there's going to be more issues that they've been neglecting throughout you know maybe the winter time what are you are you seeing any uptick in in service calls um we are seeing an uptick in service calls it's not quite monsoon season yet i think we're a few months away from that um however with the uh with the heat inching up and now i'm driving around with my air conditioning on yeah i'm sure you are yeah. too you know my ac's on at the house and of course that always once those once those systems sit inert for a while you know and there's no you know there's no expansion or contraction and then all of a sudden you fire those systems up and now you've got juice flowing through them and, and you got you know things happening and and sometimes that's the point when when little small items that were just kind of hiding in the background become surfaced and, and, and exposed, and now you got an electrical problem. Yeah, now you've got to deal with them, and you can't bury your head in the sand anymore because guess what? The last thing you want to do is have the – bad enough when your A.C. goes out because the A.C. just decided to give up the go, and it was the end of its lifespan. But when the power that runs the A.C. decides to give out, now you've got, a, you've got an even bigger problem because you don't know if it's not a power outage and it's actually something that – is indicative from your home, and and now it's, you've got it's a problem between your breaker and the unit. Then it gets interesting. Yeah, yeah. and that, that leads us into um, probably one of the things that's going to really be uh, beneficial from a proactive standpoint going into a season is surge protection, and that's yes. something that we absolutely stand by. And a lot of people say, "Oh, that's just snake oil," and it's not, but it really isn't. You know, uh, real surge protectors. Yeah, yeah, I mean, surge protection uh, is a big deal. And what a surge is, Steve, uh, just a little micro over voltage, not a lot, right? So maybe not a lot, volts, just a little. Percent, but it's really, really fast, and it's really, really quick, and, and it's called a transient. And most people never notice them. But what these transients do is they hammer away at your power supplies for your electronics and stuff. And, oh and yeah, yeah, yeah your electronics—they get fried. Yeah. 
Yeah. And well, so, so bang, 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 bang. These guys are getting like a punching bag, and next thing you know, um, you know, your your microwaves out and and uh, whatnot. So, and especially when the uh, these these surges, like you're talking about with the ACs, they can come on internally because of the large currents that come in when the ACs turned on. And same thing with the external stuff, like uh, the monsoon season, and you got lightning hits down the street. You get a you get a temporary over voltage on the lines. And oh, and, I uh, saw right. one house yeah. that got they got a back voltage from a surge from down line. And every outlet blew out and started mini fires at every outlet and light fixture. And that's crazy. That house yeah, was yeah. that house was crazy. And then this was a couple of years ago. And then whoever I won't name the electrical service that went in there, they just really monkeyed. I call it monkey butt work. It monkey just, butt work. Yeah, they were scratching their butt more than <laughs> not, what they not were doing. to be confused with no, mud, one, one butt kitchen. That's right. <laughs> was that they a were red monkey butt. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! No, seriously, I had they, no they had that whole system so messed up that they had they had the wrong things on the wrong stuff. It was just so bad. Well, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I had I remember one summer we had some strange things going on, and I lost a computer monitor just because of it. It went out. I mean, it went the whole computer. Now the the unit I had was an AC power backup. That was fine, but the monitor wasn't plugged into it, okay? And it wasn't. It was plugged into the wall. It wasn't plugged into a strip that had a surge protector. Well, guess what? Power went out, and then uh, the the computer was running on it, but the screen went blank. So when the power came back on, powered everything back up again, and guess what? No picture on the screen. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And it had a surge. And it blew out, and that was the end of it. And I had to go for a new monitor. Well, see, and, that's, and that's why you want a whole house surge protection. Yeah. And then even if you have that, you want to have at, at expensive electronic stations another surge uh, suppressor there, too. Here's why. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Listen to this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Surges can come in not only on the power, power wiring, but also on your data and that's your right. coax wiring. Everyone's like, no, no, that's not true, but it it really is true. And uh, we definitely, when we do a surge protection system, we're going to protect that panel, and we're also going to protect it at what's called point of use. Wow, so does that mean I I, I thank I like you? That. So does, does that does That's that mean that when the power goes out, or I should say when the when my Direct TV goes out, the next time I shouldn't be calling Direct TV names, or is it you know because my because now I can't watch my movie or what? It was no. just it was Mister Surge came in and took away my TV. I always call direct TV names. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's when you call Cox. Yeah. Already, well, uh, that that's that. All of that is on another show with another segment because we all have got it different sure opinions. Is. All right, we all have something to chip in on that one. We yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I love the menu with direct TV. It's like, hi, you know. What, what's your thing we can do for you? And it's like, well, I'm trying to light a cigar, but I can't seem to get it lit. And you get like a little pause. We're not sure we understand that. Yeah, okay. All right. Could you rephrase that? And when we come back, we're going to have that deciphered and more right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. 
Some of the residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and we are here with Sean LaPointe from Mr. Electric, one of our great sponsors here on Image Home Improvement Live. And it's Easter weekend. Uh, tomorrow is going to be Easter. Everybody's going to have a... A great time and uh, get out and uh, just spend some time with friends and family. And uh, Blade, you're not working on Sunday, are you? No, no, you sure? no, definitely not working on Sunday. No, no, no. Okay. Trying to go invade some kind of Easter egg hunt somewhere. Or, uh, I can't stand when those little kids beat me. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I kicked my nephew's ass last year. That was a really good. And Easter then you took his eggs from him, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. But his real Easter eggs I took. Yeah, that's right, I did. I won that thing, man. <laughs> or swap them out with unboiled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're going to make a quiche or two. D- d- a quiche or two. Well, you know, Dan, well, I told, be better I told Dan, them. I said, the only thing that he could have came in today with the studio is, you know, dressed as the ever-ready Easter bunny. Because we're talking about, I thought power. he already was. Yeah, no, but you know, he left his ears home. <laughs> he keeps on going and going. It and depends. Going. It depends. He changes these alias. He could go. Actually, he can go to Comic Con this year. They, it, you know, it's only two months away. You can go to Comic Con as the ever ready Energizer Bunny. No, I've got no? a surprise for you for Comic Con. Oh God, what now? <laughs> I can't wait. All right, but anyway. And Sean's always hooked up, not with always Mr. Electric, but, you know, he's wired. He's wired on weekends, you know, when he, uh, That's right. he's in that band. He's I got keep, a real job on the weekends. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I keep asking him to bring, the, bring, the, bring his guitar in, but he keeps, he keeps forgetting it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see. We could serenade him another way. I wouldn't want to derail what's happening here. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, hey. You know, we have yeah, to we get actually him. might have some entertainment. <laughs> well, we could get him to do. You're going to regret of- that statement. <laughs> no, we can get him to cut down a couple of. I think I just got fired as a co-host. <laughs> oh, just kidding. I don't think you. I think you got a solid place here for quite some time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. Too heavy to lift up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right. So let's let's talk a little bit about some of the things that's actually going to be that you could, uh, you know, these tips that you need to do for your home. Obviously, 
first and foremost, besides making sure that you have power, obviously, but, you know, uh, Dan brought up a very good point in the first hour. We were talking about, you know, when Dan goes out, and I'm sure Shawnee showed these to you, when he goes out and does an infrared picture, and he goes back and he shoots an infrared of an electrical panel box, and it's lit up like a Christmas tree, and it's showing bright orange and red. What does that tell you, Dan? One side's overloaded. One side's overloaded, and that's the next call that, that people should make after <laughs> call they call Dan. Call Sean at Mr. Electric because there's something wrong here. Especially when it's uh, over my uh, 1,200 uh, temperature white spot, <laughs> and it's just cooking, and I opened up the panel and was, hmm, I smell something cooking, and it's, hmm, was it, was it bacon? Oh, no. No, it wasn't. And it wasn't lizard either. It wasn't bacon. <laughs> it wasn't lizard. No. I don't know how many times I've no. opened up dead fronts and seen lizard between two buses. Yeah, the problem is, you know, when you get wire that gets that hot like that one piece, I'll never forget that piece that Dan brought in when we were oh, doing TV. I still TV. have it in my garage. Yeah, it's a piece of wire that the insulation, wire got so cooked. hot it just burned the insulation right off the wire. I mean, it just was, it was crazy. It's crazy to think that somebody had that up in their attic. Laying in the insulation across yeah. the trusses. It Absolutely. Was, you know, what you don't see doesn't exist. And a lot of times, uh, you know, that's a, that, that's a common, you know, a common <clears throat> observation. Um, we see this all the time. And uh, what really kind of complicates this is that every other house has a west-facing. And this, this is kind of... You know, like the whole United States doesn't have this particular issue, but you got these panels that are on the outside, and oh, the breakers are on the outside. West and, side panels. Oh. Yeah, and so you got the west facing panel, and it's Arizona, and you bust out your you yeah. bust out your stun gun. Oh wait, I mean your uh, your, uh, <laughs> your thermal imager, and uh, and then sometimes it's even hard to get an accurate reading with a thermal good imager delta T on that thing. if that sun's been baking on that thing for you well, know see, six a, hours. A good on the, thermographer on the west side. knows how to adjust for that. If he really knows what he's doing with it. And also, you, you might want to take yeah. some time to make sure if you can get some sunlight, come back and shoot it once the sun has passed away. Gotcha. And that just yeah. cooking on it. Or get there early in the morning when it's not being cooked I, I on. I think the point that I was trying to make was... Um, the ambient temperatures are murderous. You can hide any existing problems that you might have by having that panel hot. You know, you already got this panel that's that's cooking in the sun. Yeah. You know, it could be hiding any kind of electrical problems. It's at 127 yeah. minimum. Man, I, I've, uh, I don't know how many times I've gotten burnt off the panel cover. That's why I always wear my gloves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've got to be careful. I mean, that's why in the summertime, you know, we're you wear out. gloves? Yeah, he wears gloves, yes. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't want to leave fingerprints anywhere. I still have scars from not. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, sometimes, you know, we're working up on a roof or some, in the summertime. You've got to be careful putting down. You've got to cover up your metal tool, your metal tools that you've been using cover them up as soon as you put them down because the sun within seconds it'll get so hot if you could try and pick it back up again you'll burn your hand you won't be able to hold it it's that hot why aren't you bending that conduit you just put it on the ground yeah <laughs> nice I mean, 90 in that thing real slow yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially so. the uh, pvc you know where you can just kind of well put it in the sun and just let it melt oh it. yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's crazy i mean it's crazy you know the sun gets so hot here you've got to You've got to take extra precautions. Yep. And, uh, again, you know, looking at Dan and I, we looked at this uh, <laughs> townhouse the other day that actually you think about this. Some of these older homes, they barely. OK, so the one we looked at the other day was what, 100, 150 amp box? That was it. It was That's all they had. I mean, it was an older box. It, and thinking about, OK, well, we're going to put new appliances in there. Well, I don't mm, think so. 
you better not overload it too much unless you want to start rewiring or, the house. Or really energy, small energy efficient pl- appliances to give back some of the amperage needed demand in the house. Well, I'll tell you what Mr. Electric does. We go out to a house and a customer says, hey, you know, I want to add a, uh, I want to add electric vehicle charger and I want to upgrade to an additional oven on top of the stove that I already got. And a welder. And, and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so we will actually do a complimentary load calc and we'll, we'll take it right out of the National Electric Code and they're mm-hmm. on how to, you know, exception number two and, and, and we'll put it on paper for the customer. And, and it's funny because we've, we've, um, gosh, what's the right word I'm looking for? We've actually been the chosen professional over other electricians because of this additional step that we do. And they're like, wow, the other guy didn't do that. He was just going to stick this in. I was like, oh. yeah, well, we couldn't stick this in because we realized we we're going to overload your electrical service. And I was like, wow, nobody else even talked about that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you've got it again. You uh-huh. see, and it's funny, in my reports, when I see people trying to double tap on a breaker, and I just flat out say, no, not at all. They're saying, but it's never hurt anything. I says, you don't know what the to- entire load for both of those circuits is. I know, they wi- I know they wired yeah. the two circuits together yeah. in the panel and then put one wire on the breaker. That still is more load than it can probably handle. Yep. Or it's a questionable load. Get it checked yeah, out. And you don't know if you're sharing a neutral or anything. You know, it's, you know. And then they throw the AFCIs in and then say, oh, we had them taken out because they kept trepping. Well, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's what, what they're well, there for. something wrong. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yep, and that's it's funny because we have to, uh, you know, we have to disclose the fact that, hey, you know, you want us to come on, you want us to put this, this particular thing in here, and, and if it causes an issue with the existing requirements of your electrical system, you know, that we may have some further investigation that we're going to have to do. That's right. So sometimes it comes up. Yeah. And then uh, and people really don't wake up to that until we hit hot weather, and it's more than just the air conditioner that starts drawing more. And then they try to have the dryer on, the electric dryer on during the middle of the middle of the day, and that panel just takes a beating. Dan, did you know that the most, not all, but most major uh, electrical breaker manufacturers, they only warranty that product for a year. That's right. And if you use a a different or substandard breaker in it, it's instantly void. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. yeah. And I see so yeah. many times, I see a I see a square D breaker in a Cutler hammer. And things like that, or they try to use an old. Oh, God, what was it? Yeah, it was um, just incompatible it was, equipment. It was just incompatible. All, it yeah. was an old stab lock. Wow. Oh, not yeah. good. I'll tell you what. You know, this is one of the one of the freebies you get by using Mister Electric is a complimentary safety checkup. We look at everything. We know what to what to see. We've seen the stuff around here, and we've got a, a very comprehensive um, um, multi point inspection that we use, and it comes with our visit. And one of the reasons for this is, you know, we want to make sure it's safe to work on. We want to make sure it's safe for the customer. And, you know, there was what, you know, a couple people would say, you know, you're just trying to sell me things. We're not trying to sell you anything. We just here's, want to make sure you're safe. And if fact. we're here, here we're going to give you a quote to fix it. Yeah. Here <laughs> and we can probably take care of it right then and there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. If you don't want to so. fix it, sign here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to fix it. We disclose it on all our paperwork. Yeah, you go. That's right. That's yeah. right. Make sure. That's kind of like a home inspector. I don't know if yeah. I should say this or not, but did you know that precedent's been set where um, if a professional has gone into a home and did not disclose a safety issue, that they can actually be uh, liable under lawsuit? Oh, don't I know that as a home inspector? Uh-huh. I walked through a house oh, yeah. just to do something else, and I didn't do yep. all of it. <laughs> Guess what? That's why at the BTR, we say once you walk in as a home inspector, you now have to take on everything and check everything. And that's why Ooh. when people ask me just to do a thing, it's like, I don't think so. 
Because yeah. I'm on the hook now for everything. Well, all right. All right, we're going to take a short <laughs> break. We're going to come back with more from Mr. Electric and all the information that you need to know, obviously, to get ready if you are lacking some electrical know-how. Mr. Electric is your choice of professional for all your electric needs. Make sure you stay tuned because we got more from Sean right after this. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- 503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on-site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. Okay, we're back, and uh, one of the things I just wanted to throw at uh, Mr. Electric is uh, when people don't have their panels maintained, like forever, (laughs) uh, what is one of the primary things if they start having a lot of tripping breakers? uh, What is your advice? Uh, My advice is a panel inspection once a year. Absolutely. Uh, we, do, we offer something called a panel tune-up. Uh, we actually go through and we make sure that if there's any aluminum wiring that it has the proper deoxidant. Uh, we make sure that the uh, grounds and neutrals are properly terminated and, and torqued correctly. I can't tell you how many panels we've gone in where, oh, my microwave doesn't work, and you go out, and the, and the wire was actually loose on the bus, mm-hmm. and the sheathing was melted a little bit, and we had a little bit of a fire a in there. A little crispy. <laughs> it was a little crispy, yeah. We had to, so, and it was just something that, you know, really – 
you know, the people think that it's just an inert object that's on the side of the house and nothing ever happens to it. Well, it gets hot, it gets cold, you got dissimilar metals in contact, and uh, things do happen in there over time, absolutely. That's like a one picture I have on one of my postcards for my business. It actually shows part of the main bus has gotten so hot it started melting, and it actually stopped with a drip almost getting to the next bus. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a one-year-old host. Um, Dan, I'm sure you're aware of this too, per the uh, per the NFPA guidelines, that if you have any kind of uh, any kind of evidence of annealment, which is overheating, mm-hmm. uh, typically this is evidenced by either discoloration or corrosion uh, on the busing. Uh, the NFPA deems that that panel shall be replaced. Not think about it in a year or two. Not you know maybe maybe down the line we're going to do this. It says as of right now, because you have these conditions, uh, that panel is no longer UL listed. It'll be replaced immediately. And in other words, in other words, what he's talking about is it turns a, sometimes an orange. Sometimes yep. you'll see a, a little tinging along the edges of the of the bus itself. Sometimes it's black. And actually, and also the lugs, they they get uh, discolored. Yeah. Yep. Even if the lugs are discolored, it's time to to quit and start over. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, it is. Yep. So you got a pound that might have been rated at 150 amps, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. Man, it even be rated for 100 amps anymore because it's got all your new appliances in there, and, <laughs> and you got a, you got a, you got a. I don't want to say a time bomb, but you got a definitely safety issue waiting to happen. Yeah, <clears throat> because you know, I'll go ahead and I'll say the word time bomb. Yeah, yeah, you got it. a ticking time. I'll bomb. stand behind it. Yeah, if it's got a timer on it, it's a ticking time bomb. Yep, sure is. Just like the microwave, the dishwasher, they all have timers in them. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's making fun again. Sure, Especially Steve's dishwasher. It's got a time bomb no, on it. No, hey, don't kid yourself. You know, hey, people have gotten strange, stranger things have happened. You know, ele- electronic things could be, it could have like shorts in it. They also have issues with water. I mean, you know, a lot of things can happen. Dan is a big proponent of if, you, if you're not using it, unplug it. That's right. I mean, because you just never know. But you know how many people turn around and you know they'll have a coffee coffee maker plug it in or a toaster that's sitting on top of their counter they're not going to unplug it dan oh in our house it gets unplugged all the time because i've you, shown you, pictures uh, of how many kitchens have been burned homes that have burned because of a cheap toaster are you are you that didn't have a uh, a disconnect in it or like a fuse link in it to pop are you the unplugged police I am. in your home? Hey, listen, no wait, no, wait, wait. My coffee machine stays plugged in. It's a little Joe DiMaggio or whatever. They, what do you, who makes those? those it's coffee a Mr. 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 Coffee. Mr. Coffee. Mr. Coffee. It, and, <laughs> it is Joe DiMaggio. Isn't you just supposed to knock it out of the it's park? It's that old? No, you're, it's that old, huh? If it's, let me tell you something. If it's that old, you better, <laughs> no go, you better go get a new one. That's right. That's uh, right. I think so. I think, I, I think this got old Jolton Joe's picture on it. Replace it. No. no. I think you should unplug it forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make he was the spokesman for that in the 70s or something like that's that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, it's, but, but it's been plugged in for Mr. Coffee. Yeah, it's been plugged yeah. in for, you know, a year. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying that's hazardous with my old Joe DiMaggio coffee machine? Now, my toaster, no. Now, I know about that. That's probably the worst thing you can keep plugged in. And the next worst is the undercounter roasters that they used to have. I call those uh, flip on and burn with those old toasters you'd mount underneath the countertop and you'd pull the tray out and slide the tray back in. Oh, those were just plug and burn. I think Dan just wants to go off the grid. (laughs) (laughs) I think I want one of those toasters. (laughs) What could I cook in that? I could get some cookies in there. I don't know. I don't know. You have enough to do do between uh, 
you know, you know, your electric work and your uh, your weekend night work. Oh, the weekend night work. Speaking of which, you can catch Basketball Jones at Vabene's in Chandler this evening. <laughs> Start at 9 and go all the way to 1. I have to have Blade go find that, that YouTube video. Play, play that music with Sean. This way you'll know where he is. But How do you spell basketball? Is it spelled the right way, which is B-A-S-S-A-B-A-L-L? Is that how the band is spelled? Basketball? Jesus. No. No, man. Basketball. No, no man. <laughs> All right, let me find that. Find that. <laughs> Basketball Joe. No, no, no. <laughs> well, That's not the one. I'll tell you a break. You can go find it. All right. All right. Anyway. All right. But uh, people really need to be careful with it. And my favorite people are the ones that are afraid of electricity. Not, not Harry Homeowner that takes uh, trailer wiring and then tries to put in a new circuit to the Christmas lights or something of that nature that, hey, it's hot now. Let's use it. And the ha- and outlets hanging loose. Dan, no. answer me this. Yeah. So why is it when I go into a house and I see that this person has this piece of speaker wire running a <laughs> ceiling fan, <laughs> that, it's, that it's like the most... Like the it's the one wire you can't get to in the house to repair it. They've got That's it right. meandering through like four columns, and uh, I don't even know how they got it there. Like they built the house around this piece of speaker wire so that this guy can hang a ceiling fan on it. You must have taken weeks to try to squirrel that through. I there. have no idea. I must Isn't have had you know a pet squirrel or a cat that went up in the attic and then went through the <laughs> tied it to it and said, "Come and get the food." No, I want to know who the <laughs> rocket science person was that actually. S- thought that they could use speaker wire for electric wire remember that one townhome we did for that uh, lady the, the for that video stuff that we had that mystery wire in that closet oh yeah remember that yeah mystery wire in the closet it was coming out it went up to up the the, the up, door casing up, the up in the attic and then never just, to be seen again never to be seen again we had no idea where it was going and, i love that and dan went up there it's the mystery wire and then there was also a mystery switch yeah, mystery switch did nothing, but it went click click. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I think, I think it probably went maybe to a light up on the roof, you know, to signal the Batman. <laughs> I don't know. All right, when we return, we'll be right back. See, I've got kind of easing into Comic Con as we move towards April, you know, in May. All right, don't go away. We'll be right back with more with Sean from Mister Electric. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. If you've been looking for that one store that has the best selection of tile, natural stone, hardwood, and more for your next remodel, look no further. Inex Creative Floors for the past 15 years has helped designers, homeowners, and architects bring their creative ideas to life. If you're looking to create that wow factor in your next remodel, Inex Creative Floors is the place you should go. Conveniently located on North Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they are open daily Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call today, 480-767-1440. Or visit them on the web at inexcreativefloors.com. Thinking about painting an older home? Don't start scraping it down just yet. I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about testing your paint for lead right after this. Step one. 
Make a list of your weekend projects. Drywall, wash the patio, scrape the loose paint on the deck. Step two, pour yourself a cup of coffee. Hey, Family Guy's on TV. Love that show. Step three, two hours later, back to your list. Step four, pick a project, break out the tools, get it done. Step five, go ahead. One more episode. No guilt this time. Hide tools. Everything you need to start somewhere at thehideway.com. If your home was built prior to 1978, chances are pretty good that lead paint was used. Because lead paint is a recognized health hazard, you want to approach any contact with caution, and that starts by finding out whether or not you actually do have lead paint. Home test kits make this a simple process, and you can find out the test results in less than 30 seconds. A typical home test kit comes with two ready-to-use disposable swabs that can detect lead down to 600 parts per million. If you test positive for lead, then you'll be prepared to tackle your painting or remodeling project using lead-safe practices that include protection, preparation and containment, and proper cleanup. Just remember, the biggest hazard of lead paint is not knowing it's there. So take the time and take the test. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbach, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. Yeah. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and it's Easter weekend, and we're having a great time here talking with Sean LaPointe from Mr. Electric, and uh, you know, just trying to give you a, an overview of things that you need to do because, you know, uh, if you know, you may not have that. Uh, infrared gun that Dan has to be able to tell if your panel is getting lit up and is hotter than and the wires than in the your outs- walls are heating yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, if that's all <laughs> happening, but you don't want to know something. There's no reason that you can't pick up the phone if you have if you've had issues with certain circuit breakers blowing out and you, you just you know you're constantly the res- lights dim when setting the things and you just on? don't and Call. you just you just don't know it. I mean. To call Mr. Electric and have him come out and, you know, take a look at the problem and do that checkup for you. Do that yeah. checkup for you to make sure that, you know, you're safe. That's one of the things. Yeah, you should never have your lights dim when the AC kicks on or the dryer kicks on. No. You know, um, a lot of people have that, and they've always had this. You know what, Mike, since the day I moved in, I've always had this. And, you know, don't take that lightly because you're talking about a – you know, a system is supposed to be designed to handle that, and so if you're getting flickering lights, it's usually it's an indicator you got something going on. That's right. Yeah, it can be so many things that that's why it takes the uh, your your technicians are excellent to be able to trace back some stuff. Kind of like the humming ground out there at this one house many years ago, to where the house was humming, and it's because oh, it had I that, that ground. Yes. Oh, that the yeah. harmonics on that, that were crazy. just wonderful, weren't they? Yeah, that was an odd, that was a very odd thing. That's not something you run by every day. No, no but no. Uh, I knew I had a good idea. It was the ground because um, I had that thing happen? That kind of thing happened in Germany between uh, aircraft uh, uh, <clears throat> grounding points. 
we'd start uh, the the machine up for the startup for the aircraft on one, and we'd start hearing humming in an aircraft down the line. Huh. And that's because the anodes were corroding so fast that they were just passing it straight through for their grounding. Did you get any artificial lightning? There in Germany? No, most of the trees took the lightning. No, I mean, from the plane <laughs> to plane. Oh, we should hope so. <laughs> no, there was some marking, and there was also, you know, <clears throat> control problems for the aircraft. Gotcha. You start getting that kind of static over, over, uh, over an aircraft skin, it's not good for the, for the navigational stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty. It's how pretty good amazing. are you? Are how good are you at electrical stuff? Because these guys are. I don't know what language they're talking. About. <laughs> AFTs and we PTCs and, and anodes and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll bet. I can imagine the conversations you two have, <laughs> especially after a couple of beers. That thing must go on forever. Amps and wattages. And I'm just trying to come up with a punchline. It. Yeah, <laughs> I can. We can. <laughs> we, can come, we can come. We can come up with plenty of punchlines. <laughs> Plenty of punchlines. <laughs> so do you, uh, Stephen, when you're looking at these places like this thing you're thinking about flipping, um, have you looked at their electrical? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, we actually, oh, yeah. Let's start, all right. Oh, we man. went and looked at this the other day, and it was it was pretty amazing that when we got there, Sean, we were looking to see, okay, well, how bad is the electric? Because we know they had, like, the HVAC was actually, the unit was gutted out of the sheet metal uh, housing so there wasn't anything there so Dan came in after we got him in the house and we looked at it and they literally had stripped the house of all the wiring oh yeah Stri- but everything was gone but the first indicator yeah. was the meter face was over nine feet up <laughs> now and I already had pulled the build facts on this and it shows no permits and no work on this house for over 23 years mm. And we have additions on additions on additions. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> and then we actually found that extra little room under the house. That was that was the oh, secret was, room. Yeah. It was the secret room. That was interesting. Yeah, so anyway, so and we're talking about now, <laughs> the thing was that they had turned around and they were asking, the, the potential homeowner had asked to, to go in and take an assessment to see if it was in his certain budget range to actually buy somebody wanted to wholesale on the house but the problem is between okay so you get a whole house to rewire not to mention it's just not one story it's just not going to be easy so now you've got all these drywall holes two three stories to deal with so there's got to be at least probably close to, to eight to ten grand in wiring alone not to mention hvac that's another 10 the roof got to be somebody put tile on this roof when it wasn't structured for tile. So we got to pull all tile off and make shing, make it shingles so that you don't collapse the roof structure over time. That was one thing. And then meanwhile, there was like buku drywall repairs everywhere. All the bathrooms had to be completely started from scratch. Broken the kitch, steps. The kitchen was gone. The steps were bad. The outside of the house needed a complete facelift. Okay. And... When you think about it, you know, he was trying to stay right around $40,000. I'm like, there ain't no way just to get it back to almost habitable, habitable with nothing new. You're almost you're already two thirds to your goal and you're just not going to make it. Think about it. you got to rewire this whole house. That means and, you know, Dan, it was probably old enough. Yeah, I'm sure there was lead in there somewhere. So you got to deal with lead abatement. Now, you don't even want to get started with this. Take your money and run and find a home that's that you have to do less to and still make a buck and then on top of that they had cut the gas meter off oh yeah just without any the city on both sides and just cut them off 
at ground level and cut them off flush with the house. Nice. Yeah. And then the water was the same way. The water was cut off at the ground, and it's so much fun. Say you had a three-story, <clears throat> let's go 5,000-square-foot place. And and you've probably done it a hundred times, but and they wanted you to do all the uh, electrical system, the, the the whole electric to add that. You've probably done that kind of project before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. A- and so is that something you'd look completely forward to and say, ah, this is going to be so fun. We get to do this whole thing, or is it daunting? <laughs> well, it's what we do first of all. It's, yeah. We're an electrician, so it's it's kind of like we're in the business to do that, um, and we're, we're, we're prepared to do that. Uh, the unfortunate um, side effect of that is um, it's pretty costly. You know, yeah. you know, to come in, especially, you know, we got either plaster or you got drywall uh, and Steve's talking about, you know, some other hazards that may be in there like vermiculite or uh, asbestos. Um, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. You know, sometimes abatement is required before we can work on it. All that brand uh, new on a brand new place just built? No, we're talking about rewiring a house that's old. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so we, we uh, you know, the, the, it's, a, it's a big deal, you know, to come in and just wire a house that's brand new. You know, is a is is a is a is you know a veritable walk in the park compared to coming into somebody's home <laughs> that needs to be rewired because it's either it's been vandalized or it's been, uh, you know, for whatever reason it's just too old and it's not meeting today's. And codes. the vandalism is so most of the time it's the homeowners that are guilty. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and then you find yeah. some old knob and tube in the wall. In Absolutely, the yeah. That's um. I love finding that stuff. It's like, oh boy, they're gonna have fun with this, and I'll take my sniffer. And it's still hot. You know, what's funny <laughs> is that people hear the term knob and tube, and, and somebody doesn't even know what it is. Most people hear the words knob and tube, they go, oh, yeah, that's old wiring. What? You know what knob and tube is? Knob yeah. and tube is an exposed conductor that's on right. an insulator, just like on a telephone pole that's right. that runs through your house. With, with ceramic insulators. <laughs> oh, my God. With ceramic insulators that go through the wood to be able to continue the path. You could go up there with a bubblegum wrapper and toss it, and if it lands right, you, 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 gotta, a fire. you get spectacular, yeah. Or you yeah. curl across <laughs> it, and they'll Fourth of July. Fourth of July. <laughs> or if you don't see it and you put your hand on it, you lay Absolutely, it absolutely, yeah. Or you, you go to get into the attic, and it's right there at the edge. Yep. I've had that. Yep. You just barely don't even get up there, and yep. you're trying to get up into the attic. It's right there on the edge. And, and it may have had some insulative properties at one time, but the well, age of that system, away. oh, it just it just it just disintegrates and falls off. You know, it's yeah. like a, it's just not even there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Some of that really old rubber insulated stuff. Yeah, it just with this heat, that stuff yep. just. Yep. And even the older, uh, the old, old, old Romex style wiring, you know, that cloth, that cloth wiring, oh. does not hold up over time. No, it you does know, not. It it's, does not. And it's frayable, and it does some of them. And we hate use. that because what's funny is the house will be working okay. Oh, I might have an electrical problem here, and so we'll, we'll pull down a light fixture. And just this, just the act of bending the wire a little bit, you know, it causes <laughs> everything to pop off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you got this oh, exposed conductor oh, here. It's man. like, oh, my oh. goodness, you know. And then the customer's like, hey, you know, I didn't do that. You did it. Well, hey, you know, pre-existing and, condition. And, and then they're blaming. Sure, blame the professional. Exactly. Right. What, what no. is that about? Hey, 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 I want to play a quick game with these guys real quick, Steve. Okay. A quick game? With these two. With these two. With electrical game. Let's All right. right. Let's go. Let's seven. go. Okay. I'm going to give you All an right. electrical term. And I give and let's see who can describe the, electro, the electrical term in as few words as possible. <laughs> let's see if it can be done. I will do it individually, one at a time. And I'll start with you, Hayden. You ready? Okay. Now, here's the term. Uh, amplifier. Amplifier. Electrical term. That would be up to add a transformer for step up or step down, actually. What do you say on that one? Second. <laughs> okay, the next word, Bendix Drive. You don't have any idea. All right, I'm just picking them right out of Bendix the Bendix Drive? That's oh, not even electrical. that's electrical drive. 
Is it really? Yes, it is. It's, it's I had that on my bicycle when I was a kid. Drive. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the rear wheel attachment. It was the flip flop drive on the back of the back of my twenty inch motocross bike. Was, it was an electrical. <laughs> it was electrical. It's a Bendix drive. Before they that was made by Bendix. Before they went into brakes. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. You How got me there. That? How about that? Okay, Sean. What is a fuse? A fuse in the shortest term possible. Boop. It's a it's a one single use circuit breaker. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That, that, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Once well, you use circuit breaker, yeah, because we all know what they are, but I had to explain it in as few words as possible. All right. All right, Dan, here we go. Here's another word. I'm going to move into the M's here. <laughs> what is. Steve's ma- laughing. Here you go, Steve. <laughs> what is magnetism? Magnetism? Something I don't have. Uh, <laughs> what it is, is uh, use magnetism in a motor to be able to make the motor windings work and create electricity or energy for indirected power to go a little more basic it's a uh it's a it's a <laughs> how do i put this it's in the, the it's it's the result it's of an the attractive windings. property mostly associated with certain types of metal down to the basics <laughs> associated property you, you guys are too intellectual for me okay <laughs> let, let, let's go simple pole <laughs> you haven't said if we were right or wrong yet Well, I assume you're right <laughs> well, I thought you had the answers over there I, well, I could look at it, but I don't even understand the answers You know, so so what's a permanent magnet? Oh, that would be Go like the little kid You know, north-south The ends are permanently um, magnetized To be able to either point north or yeah. south It retains its property of magnetism for an indefinite yeah. period Right. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, let's give it another one, Stephen. Can you think of any Steve that you that that mystify you? Like, like what's a resistor? Well, people talk about that. I don't even have no idea what a resistor. A is. resistor is. It restricts electric current, and it changes it. It doesn't. Don't get me wrong here. If I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to admit it. Okay, because people turn around. A resistor is uh, uh, something that's in the line that actually doesn't it step down the current. From a certain level you to close. another level, it's, it's the flow of electrons. See, I was close. Yeah, yeah. It's a what? Close. close. It's, it's the it restricts the voltage. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's right. It's the right idea. Yeah. Well, but we amperage all... can be a, a right. byproduct depending on on how much voltage and how much right. and, the purpo- and the purpose yeah. of the resistor and what it's doing. Right. So we all had these, but I, I never got it. What's a transistor? Like as in transistor radio? What What is a transistor? Transistor was a. Th- it was think of a triangle. You know, the old ones where you had three resistors put in parallel to be able to increase or decrease the um, signal or pulse going across that board. Did you it's ever know that? It's called a triactic resistor. How old are you? <laughs> How old are you? It was before, before Sean's time. It's got to be old. Well, here's one. They, when in the older cards, they'd say it's the solenoid. I mean, I ha- what is that? What's a solenoid? A solenoid. Um, it uses a coil to induce a magnetic field around a metal rod causing yeah. it to move. <laughs> and it usually performs some type of mechanical work is what they say. Yes. But I, I don't know what it does in a car. In a car, Same thing it as actually you said, I the guess. starter assembly. Starter, into the yeah, flywheel. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly drives it, it into okay. the flywheel. It's, drives you know, it in click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My car doesn't start. <laughs> so, it's the it's the it's the muffler bearing. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's confusing. All right. Okay, so are we done talking auto here? <laughs> yeah, we we're could talking, be. We're talking cars. Uh, yeah, cars. We, we, we can always like talk about Gremlins and AMC. Well, we well that's that. a different Ooh. story. Yeah. We could talk about AMC. Um, that's like talking about Star Trek. Okay, this is one. He, who will know what is it? Okay, Zener diode. There's a good one. What's that? Have you ever heard that? What's a Zener diode? A Zen? Z-E-N-E-R. Yes, Zen. Zener diode. Yes, okay, he knows that. a semiconductor device. Yes, it is, and they were used in a lot of the boards for smoke detectors. Very because good. there was low voltage in it, and it would change the signal or the pulse to be able to make the detector uh, put a, a signal across the screen inside, inside to when it senses smoke, it shows a change in the pulse, and it sets the unit off. It's like a power amplifier we use in music, I guess. Okay, so what does the term ACDC stand for? Alternating current and direct, direct current. current. And direct current. See, I never knew that, but I knew it was electric, but alternating current and direct current. Yeah. Absolutely. So who's what's the bigger, a kilowatt who's the or a father volt? of AC? Father of, of air conditioning? No, alternating current. Come on, Sean. What, say it again? The father who, of who's the father of AC here in the States? <clears throat> father of okay, Ben Franklin? No. That's what I think, too. He also had that big um, uh, broadcasting tower back east. He was going to broadcast power. Oh, oh, oh. Um, um, I don't know, but I know <laughs> what you're There's a whole about. car line named after him. Oh, not Tesla. Well, Tesla wasn't American. But he was here in the States, and that's what oh, started gotcha. that with okay. Westinghouse. Well, I was going to say Tesla, but he's, yeah, European. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah he was European, but yeah, he was here absolutely. and worked at yep. Westinghouse to yep. start AC. Gotcha, gotcha. So my bad, I, for some reason, I yeah, I associated <laughs> that with uh, somewhere else. All right, I hate to interrupt this this uh, game show network here, but we need to move on. <laughs> I mean, like, our listeners like this. <laughs> oh, was you yeah. getting right, yeah. to ask him what an atom was? All right, I said, you know, at least you, you – wait a minute, Blake. You know, you asked him all these questions, no prizes? No. Come on. What kind of what kind of host are you here? Well, you know, Game Show Network. Blade well, Robinson. No, I don't have any prizes to give away. No prizes? You, have you seen my paycheck that Image Home Improvement pays me? Oh, no, no. Wait a minute. How about no. all those freebies you got at the golf tournament? <laughs> give some of those. Who wants a golf shirt? Give me those. Golf, no, golf shirt. <laughs> how about, how about a bag of, of tees? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I want a bag of tees. <laughs> and who wants a snack bag clip? <laughs> snack <laughs> bag clip. You know, those those bars weren't too bad you got right. there. Okay. Yep. All right. You got that, uh, you got that uh, the divot Repair tool too. You yeah, know, there you go. Fix the divot. You know? Yeah, you got it. All right. Anyway, all right. So, Sean, how can our listeners contact you? Uh, they can contact me if you see me driving down the road. You can stick your head out the window. And <laughs> 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 but if you got a cell phone, you can find us at 480-503-1339. You can find us on the web. Uh, our web address is phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. You can find us on Facebook. And um, and we actually still have yellow page ads, believe it or not. Wow. We're one of the few holdouts that have some of those. Well, that's great. And no, seriously, you can also find all the information and connections to Mr. Electric if you go on our show website, imagehomeimprovementshow.com. Make sure you check out the links there. And uh, as usual, we appreciate you being here, taking time out of your day. Always I know it's Easter weekend, and uh, I know you wanted to come in and you know jab Dan a little, so I figured it was time. 
Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the Ed McMahon to Wait a minute. Yeah, but wait a minute. But, but Sean, wait a minute. You know, every day he comes in, he's never licking stamps. <laughs> like 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 uh, you know Ed McMahon to do for you know Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh wait stamps, a minute, huh? wait a minute. No. I hear I hear I hear a familiar video. Hold on, is this the one that Sean's in? Oh no. Oh yeah, there it is. All right, Sean, getting down. There it is. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny City, available for all your parties. <laughs> Don't you leave here work. without getting a plug in. Wait, wait, wait. There you go. All right. Johnny yeah. City Band. Johnny you can find City us at johnnycity.com. Johnnycityband.com. You can find him in Absolutely. the background. It's that handsome guy with the glasses and that guitar. <laughs> It's the, uh, it's the follically challenged dude that <laughs> falls in everybody's yeah. blind spot. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. We want to thank Sean for being here. All right. And there he is. All right. He's cool. I told you he was cool. He's got an alter ego. There you go. There you go. All right. We want to make sure everybody have a great Easter, and we will see you right back here next week on Image Home Improvement Live.